hey, have you heard? Luke has a podcast. He does? Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, that's Crazy. awesome. I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> when, uh, when did this happen? Uh, this happened five seconds ago when I said, hey, did you hear? <laughs> Luke has a podcast. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess I did hear then. <laughs> I guess he did hear that loud and clear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude. So I have a podcast and you are a guest on it. Me? You, Frank wow. Moss. Is wait, is that like happening? Like, like, it's like oh. happening. <laughs> Anyways, I, I wanted you to have you on this show just because I like hanging out with you. I like our conversations and things like we, we weren't recording, but we, we, we talked about some cool stuff we did we, yeah we, we got did i know maybe we should just record whenever we're talking to each we other it's like <laughs> i i was thinking like this frank, call will be recorded for podcast sake <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking frank i was like dude like we don't even have a moment to like hold on like <laughs> yeah, yeah. when i show when i show up to hang out we just start going <laughs> yeah exactly it's like what's up man how you been like how's how's life how's this that how's work how's the girlfriend how's you know what are you working on like oh I'm in this nft thing or and then like, like five minutes later we're then, into like deep like philosophical <laughs> yeah just like breaking down like How the meaning of like humans have given meaning to words so there's inherently no bad words right. just the historical context exactly of it. exactly yeah <laughs> on today's episode i have with me my good buddy frank mons an avid Web3 enthusiast, founder of the Anti-Rug Social Club, and all-around jack-of-all-trades. He is the founder of Radio Fire Records, a builder of communities, and general all-around loyal and amazing friend. Whenever we hang out, as you heard, our conversations go all over the place. So he's a good guy to have on the show. I hope y'all enjoy our conversation we talk about where NFTs are pulling us forward into the future, how technology is growing and what humanity is becoming as we become more digital. Um, we talk about internet safety and is the internet really necessary for people to have a living and do things? Um, also, kids are smart. Who knew? <laughs> but before we get into all that, I really want to tell you about my day. It was one where I got to spend it completely alone for the first time, I don't know, in a while. I got to sleep in. I got some groceries. I made some delicious coffee from Greater Goods Roasters in Austin. Uh, I bought some beans that they had from Vietnam. There was like notes of pear and honey, malty... It was very nice and syrupy. Uh, it, it's just so delicious. Greater Goods is bomb. Yeah, I had my coffee. I spent a few hours editing this episode that you're listening to right now. My conversation with Frank, which you're going to hear in a little bit. Uh, and then I looked outside and the sun is shining. It's 81 degrees. It's a beautiful day in Long Beach, California. So I was like, you know, I need a, I need a break. I need a good break, so I'm going to go spend some time in the sun. So I grabbed my Razor scooter. Yes, I still have one of those. And I rode it down Broadway, made my way down to Cherry Park in the Bluffs, you know, off of Ocean and Junipero. And, uh, wow. Like, today was so beautiful. It, I, 
I'm not I'm not kidding. It, it like filled my heart with such joy and peace and rest. Like there was no clouds in the sky. It was sunny, a little bit of a breeze where the sun is warm on your skin. There were parrots flying around. There was, you know, people of all shapes and sizes and skin tones walking down to the beach. Kids on spring break and their flip-flops running down. Daddy, I want ice cream. Couples riding their bikes. Some buff dudes with no shirts on were like riding their skateboards, listening to Sublime. Okay, maybe not Sublime actually, but you, you know, they were listening to music, just cruising on their boards. There was the old stoner guys drinking beer in their camping chairs. It was just like a, a, a moment of me just sitting on the grass there underneath this tree with this random dude, Joe, who I got to meet later on. We got to talking, just playing his guitar, strumming what you're hearing in the background right now. I just got to sit and watch and listen to this beautiful day. You know, boats are out on the water over there. Catalina's peeking up over the, like, the marine layer of fog. Queen Mary is just being the Queen Mary. You know, the fake oil island. Oh, just, it was beautiful. It was so pretty. And I am not joking when I tell you that I, sh I shed a little bit of a tear because it was that beautiful. It was that beautiful. Like, I, I'm so thankful to live in California. And... I just got to take time to just be and exist in this little pocket of earth that I call home. This little stretch of road I call Long Beach, California. There was an, like I fell in awe at my own insignificance amongst the entire planet where like mentally I just zoomed out. I was like, I exist in this small little area in this corner of California in this small area of this massive piece of land on this planet in this huge universe and I'm just right here and there's people walking their dogs People skateboarding, people playing guitar, reading books, tanning, doing yoga, singing. A kid got his bike stolen <laughs> down. You know, I'm sorry, kid. I, I had to hear him yell, hey, that's my bike. Stop him. He stole my bike. As he hopelessly ran, chasing them. I couldn't do anything. I was on top of the bluff. If, if I was closer, I would have. But like, life was just happening all around me. And it was just a beautiful moment to just exist and take it all in. Whenever that happens, I have thoughts of like what our purpose is on earth and why we're doing the things that we do, why we go to work, why we stress about money. All the other things I could be doing, like binge watching a TV show on my day off, cleaning my apartment, scheming and working coming up with other ways to make money so that I could pay rent and gas and my bills. But the more I thought about it, I, real, I realized that, I realized how important 
how important it is to take time to step away and step out of step out of the board game of life to claim time as your own and enjoy what's around you enjoy nature and the trees and the birds and the dogs and the the random people riding their bikes and skateboarding around you and the kids laughing and I mean, life is to be experienced. The good, the bad, the sunny days, nature, beauty, song, waves, laughter. Why do we, why do we try so hard to keep this planet alive? Just, just so that it can continue to exist? No. I think that it, it's here and we're here so that we can enjoy it and that we can enjoy each other and share things that we find beautiful and exciting and pleasurable. Today was a good reminder to do that more often. To leave my phone at home, go for a walk and just exist out there. It definitely balances out the stress and the worries and the planning. And I mean, that's what we do it all for, right? We work and save and have 401ks so that one day eventually we don't have to worry about it and then we can enjoy time off. Just enjoy your time off right now. Take time to step away and enjoy it. Yeah, in smaller chunks, but it's still worth it. It'll bring you back to life. So that was my day. we were chatting about the exponential growth of technology and how like in generations like when when we're 60 when we're you know before we die our world is going to look entirely different than it than it was when we were born like when we were born we were putting floppy disks into the computer to start the internet <laughs> i think by the time i was probably eight or something is when we got our first computer yeah. that had like dial up and stuff yeah um, we had AOL, you know, on the, on the floppy disks and and all that stuff. Um, I was talking about earlier, you know, remembering uh, my house, of course, had it. You know, all my friends' houses, they had the rotary telephones, which, you know, this day and age, people are, you Your know, the kids, kids know kids, how to use a rotary they have, they, I'm sure they have no idea. Um, my oldest you might because he did have one of those toys, you know, like in uh, uh, Toy Story, yeah, the little, yeah, little, yeah. Yeah, little phone. So he did have one of those. So he might know how to use it but I, the younger two would just be staring at it like where's where's the screen dude you could be you know, like I how do i know what i've pushed i don't need dollars <laughs> if you can dial my cell phone number yeah, yeah, exactly. using this i'll even write down the number for you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have to be a memory yeah, thing you let's don't, go you don't have to remember like, <laughs> if the call goes through yeah yeah exactly that'd yeah be so, fun, so yeah that would be that'd be something i should actually maybe do that one of these days but yeah i mean technology is just where it's gonna go Advanced. with us though, like we're, oh. we're talking God. and like you you've been you've been diving into the NFT space, the yeah. Web three space, yeah, and that is and all that, yeah. changing the game in how commerce happens online, right. and our world is definitely going more digital than analog. Absolutely, onloading 
I mean, you've seen it with healthcare systems having to upload people's medical files and records and they're sharing it with other hospitals around the country. And the DMV is starting to do that. Right. And you, you brought up the idea that like pretty soon we could like just upload our social security cards into a locked wallet that can't be transferred or changed from anywhere. Exactly. But just scanned or shared and, Right. And so essentially, you know, as we're as we're mailed um, our things like our, our birth certificate and our social security. Which are so easily stuff lost. Like that. Right. Exactly. You know, we lose them all the time. We got to go get new ones and we've got copies. But, you know, then do you have the copy or do you have the certified version that you need to bring with you? And all this sort of ridiculous stuff. Um, Don't bring that a I photocopy think, to the right, DMV. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to have the original one. Um, so I think a lot of that stuff will go by the wayside um, over time. And I don't think that's probably something that we'll see in the next few years, but I think maybe in a decade or more um, that we will eventually uh, get to that space. And how I foresee it is instead of that stuff being, you know, mailed to you or, or however, and I, I know there's some systems, which I, I, I believe for social security and birth certificates, I think they're all still being snail mailed out. But I know in some cases for other um, documents, important documents, stuff like that, they're emailing them out and stuff like that too. So we already have a way that we're kind of sending those digitally. And what I see in the future is those documents essentially becoming NFTs, if you will, except that they'll only be able to, the, the data on them will only be able to open, you know, one-sided or when you allow it. Um, so instead of having a completely public uh, NFT like we have now with stuff like Board Ape and and um, Larva Labs, um, CryptoPunks and stuff like that, with all those, those are those are pretty public. Um, you can kind of check out those contracts and, and read through them and see what's in them and all that stuff. And obviously for something like this where it's a little bit more secure and you need to keep that stuff tied down, I see there need to be some more levels of security for that. So that's why I don't think we'll see it super soon. Right, right. Um, there needs to be some more development. Exactly. But I think I think once we get to that point where it is it, where we are able to decide like, okay, yes, this is this is for sure, you know, a good way to do this, a private but, way to but do the, this. The idea behind that is more than just you know, right now a lot of people see NFTs as Sorry guys, it, it cut off and we were I think we're picking back up where we where we were. But like right now, like NFTs are in the early stage. And right. what what we're talking about is bringing secure documents into the NFT world. Right. And what's different than that like the DMV won't take like, "Hey, look, this is my driver's license. This is my birth certificate on your phone." Like, no, like through these secure wallets and stuff, it's it can be verified by the government using right. a government verified wallet right. that you are given the access key to, right. to to show and prove so that you can have all the, the government documents that you need your social security number, exactly. a, deed to, a deed to the house, you know, right. a deed to the car, like all these like legit DMV yeah. government important, social security important important, documents, right, yeah. passport, all that stuff. No need for a physical thing to get lost. Like, yes, you can have that and right. still use that right. at borders and take it with you as you travel. But like you will always have the backup on these blockchains on the cloud living right. forever yeah exactly and then through that just like you're able to use current tokens uh either current uh nfts or, or other other tokens um to log into uh decentralized apps or dApps. right now i i see that being the case with uh government websites and stuff like that in the future as well in which case like you you know you'll have your social social security card and all that stuff uploaded onto your account and you'll be able to log in with that account just as you would, you know, with your, I'm trying to think of one who's doing it right now. 
um, like Cyber Yetis is, is one on Polygon uh, right now where they have a staking element to it. So okay. you actually log into their their DApp website um, and you can actually stake and you can you can mint what new is, stuff and you can do all sorts of things. For so staking staking can be used for a handful of ways. Um, uh, I would say the number one way that staking is being used currently is to gain other cryptocurrency, typically a cryptocurrency that has been started by that NFT collection itself. So like with Cyber Yetis, uh, they have Frost is their, is their token. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only associated with them. But on some of these projects, and I'm not, I'm not sure, I haven't looked into Frost itself to see if you can sell that for other cryptocurrencies um, just yet. But I think that will be that will be the game eventually. But but I've I've seen this before where there's other other games like like Wolf Game or Sheep Game, right. which is an NFT where you can stake the sheep or wolves or the, the NFT and stuff mm-hmm. and collect the money sign wool, which right. is their token. Exactly. And you could transfer that wool. It, it's like couple couple layers. We you can, can, you can trade the it. wool for Avalanche and you can trade yep. the Avalanche for U.S. dollars, Just about whatever you want, yeah, <laughs> and, or that avalanche goes into any. It's a main crypto coin, right? Yeah, we can so trade you're good, into. exactly. And then um, there's another one. It's it's a it's a much smaller project at the moment, but I, I see it getting bigger. Is uh, Distorted Toads also on Polygon, right. um, where theirs actually is. Uh, they use Vibe is their is their cryptocurrency, Vibe. and Vibe, Vibe is actually directly transferable uh, to Matic on the Polygon network, which is great because Matic is your gas. On the Polygon network, uh, Matic can also help you mint um, NFTs on the Polygon network. Um, so there's there's a lot of good uses for Matic, and Matic can also be directly transferred into uh, Wrapped Ethereum on the Polygon network, which can then be transferred back to the Ethereum mainnet if you wanted to and use there. Or at that point, you know, it can be traded for just about anything else you wanted. Cash, dude, I'm, whatever. I'm laughing in my I'm laughing to myself right now because everything that we're just mentioning and talking about right now is a huge like barrier for entry it for is. a lot of people it's, for the average person who it's doesn't massive. know nfts and i think i think you mentioned the reason why it. just a bit ago though too you know is that this is still a very very new thing yeah. that's out there you know right. i mean some of the biggest nfts that are out there today um were only made in 2017 or mm. or later you know i mean or or, or, or closer and the only ones anyone people knows of is the board ape yacht club and board may, yacht maybe club. even crypto punks is, is definitely punks. on on most people's uh radars but yeah i mean there's really a couple big names out there because um, of cult culturally they don't know more than right that. and like then you've you've had a couple big corporations try and get in um with yeah. varying success i think that um, disney's done a few drops <laughs> one Disney, drop yeah. or two so, you know, so yeah so that's interesting to see see the ones that have one done their own drops and then to see the companies that have actually bought existing uh nft organizations or collections mm-hmm. um that are out there like i, I believe it was nike uh, yeah dude. just bought uh, rtfkt or whatever it is R- Artifact. Artifact, yeah. RTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. RTFK, yeah. yeah. Artifact, yeah. Which is a sick design it's company. It's so sick, yeah. It's 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 incredible. Um, and so, like, I think that that was a good move. Definitely. Um, by a corporation in this space. I think that the some of the things that, like, Budweiser did and Pepsi did were, like, Pepsi had these old school microphone things with varying right. um, versions of the Pepsi logo on mm-hmm. them and different backgrounds and stuff like that. And that was their drop. Um, and Budweiser had a similar thing where I think it was cans and it was like all their old cans. Oh, that that's kind of cool. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's decent ideas. And I think, I think their marketing teams, um, or their teams, whoever were on top of, of getting that sor- sorted, I think they did a good job. I think the problem is, is that the type of people that are in NFTs at the moment are not the type of people who are looking at 
big corporations. They're camps. looking at, you know, where some small projects that are going to explode later on. You know, I'm looking for the next Apple. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the next Microsoft. I'm mm-hmm. looking for the next Google. Mm-hmm. You know, like those types of things that not necessarily, they're, they're not big now. You know, they're tiny right. right now. They're just getting started. But... I can see where they're going, you know. I've 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 talked to their developers, or I've talked to their community and yeah. and their, you know, their their higher ups and stuff and really seen some of the stuff that they're doing. And that's kind of I think where the most excitement is right now. Um and so we've seen those projects get snapped up quickly on on drop. Um both Budweiser and Pepsi's got picked up really quickly and then they just kind of dwindled after that. And I I'm not sure exactly what they're doing today. Um but their prices have either stayed the same typically with the mint prices or they've actually dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which I mean, who, who knows as, as big corporations, they're going to, as NFTs develop more and the world of web three develops a lot more, there might be an upside to having one of those because sure. they're huge corporations and they're going to see as the world of NFTs gets right. bigger and web three develops a lot more. Like th- they could come up with another, another plan or another mint of right. or, like or, if you own these things then you get access to x y and z exactly but right now you're saying like they just did it just and it's to just, have it's, it it's just, just the timing say, hey, it's just it. the timing i think is the issue um right now because yeah. of because of who is really involved you know you're getting more and more people so i think that they i think that getting in early wasn't a bad idea i just think if they expect to see a huge return on investment right now that it's it's early you know that they've they've got yeah. they've got a ways to go before that demographic if you will you know that the, those types of people who are wanting mm-hmm. to buy in the Pepsi products and the Budweiser products it's just like get a collect- in on this it's, it's just a collectible thing at this it point yeah like it's basically say, it's basically hey, cool, a collector's I have card Budweiser or, can number yeah eight, or eight like I you know I have like an old Budweiser can from the 80s you yeah know, that's still closed or whatever it's kind of like having something like that like some memorabilia mm-hmm. um thing and there's there's certainly some interest um in it and there's there's I think there's definitely a reason to hold them now but, but this if you're is- trying to get your money back in uh in the next couple months time or it's you know not, next few months time that's not yeah be. that's not where you want to be at all exactly. um if you want to just hang on to them and and bank on them being worth quite a bit more and i mean tons more but in this like is all three like to five it. years then go for it right let's take a break from all the nft and web3 talk here real quick because i realized i haven't had a chance to tell you guys about music that I've been loving lately. Wow. So let's do a little quick commercial break to tell you about some new music that I am excited for that I have not fully listened to yet, but I know is going to kill. So are you ready? Do you have your pen out? Do you have your notes app out? Maybe you should just follow the Spotify link and listen to the playlist I made. Okay. So we got Talker. Her new album, In Awe of Insignificance, is out. It's amazing. She says it's some of her best and most pure and real and true-to-herself work yet. The Cool Kids are back. They dropped two albums in two or three weeks, and they go hard. It's so good. A local band, my my buddy Michael Taylor, who used to play in another band, his band Chief, they dropped an album. Local Austin artist Sir Woman has a new song called All I Need. Check it out. She slays. Jacob Montague released an album. If you don't know who he is, you've probably heard some of his producing. He released an album called Canopy. And it is... (laughs) 
very ambient, chill music to play in the background. Paradise Tropical Birds are flying. It's great. The band Coin has a new album out. They're killer. I don't need to say much else. St. Lucia has a new song. Alex Leahy has a new song. Floor has a new song. And Delta Spirit has some new music. We love them. So check out those tunes. They'll be on the Spotify playlist in the link in the description. Some tours are coming up that you might want to check out in a couple shows. French R&B singer, like modern 90s R&B, Erica DeCazier is playing at El Cid in LA on March 30th. That's next week. I'm broke, so I can't go, and I'm really sad I'm missing her. She's incredible. Go, go, go to El Cid if you're in LA, because it's awesome. A couple tours coming up. We have Joy Ladakun doing a whole North American tour. Muna is doing a North American tour, and Penny and Sparrow is also doing a North American tour. If you don't know any of the names that I've mentioned, take some time and check them out. Maybe stop by a show, because you know I like good music, and I would never steer any of you astray. So rewind the episode, take note of the names that I listed, or listen to the Spotify playlist I made, and put some new tunes in your ears. Now let's get back to my conversation with Frank. This is all just like a huge in, in introduction to getting more eyes and more people interested in what's happening in web exactly, and to get people started learning like where, where the direction is is heading with yeah. the internet in the next phase of things. Yeah, exactly. As the metaverse opens up right. and as we upload more of our lives online, which is that that's just like a whole crazy concept too, because then you get you get a lot of people who are like digital is the the death of. Uh, our mental health digital is like the death of um, analog and real life friendships and connection communication right. and stuff, which it, it, it seems like a lot, a lot of it is going towards, you know, I've already seen it with the commercials that Facebook has for their portal yeah. app or their portal thing. Like right. they're, they're promoting, they're, they're promoting connection through screen and that's right. okay. And that's where like true happiness and connection can come from, which right. like is, is great if you live long distance and far away from people Right, is, is awesome. But I'm, I'm definitely more of a proponent of real life gatherings and in-person connection. Like I can yeah. kick you in the shin right now. You know, like we could have this conversation over zoom chat, whatever. I didn't have right. to drive 30 minutes just to get to you to hang out. I have a breakfast. Burger There's something special with that, NFTs. isn't there? <laughs> yeah, man. Like we get to smell each other's musk, you know, exactly, like, <laughs> right? get on in here, take a whiff. <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah. Uh, no. it, it's, it, I, it's sorry sorry yeah like the, i don't want that to die i yeah. i don't want that to become less and less and less like you see in ready player one where everyone's right. living in these in these shacks and don't meet up real life and he falls in love with somebody who he met online right. and you, you know like you don't know what they look like you don't know how they interact with each other but like we have our these physical needs that we sure. that we need to have like something about Humans needing physical touch 14 to 40 times a day to feel like a base level of okay. Absolutely. And that if we're investing a lot of our time in our engine or our, you know, our energy and brain power into online presence and online world, I I just feel like that's going to drain us a lot more. And we already see that with social media. Right. 
affecting our mental health? Like how much more is that going to affect us if uh, a lot of the, the town square conversations and time is happening with our Oculus goggles on, right. you know, and like right. spending time in Decentraland jumping from space to space and right. doing and I think, like that. I mean, I think, I think there are first and foremost, I think there's a lot of people like you and I who, who as much as, you know, the online world is great and exciting and fun and there's, there's all sorts of things to do there is that at the end of the day, we still seek out, you know, that, that, that physical being there with someone mm. and actually, you know, being in that space with them and stuff. And I think, I think there will continue to be a lot of that. I mean, my kids grew up in, you know, well into the digital age and they've had, you know, access to iPads and computers and stuff like that from, right. from a very early, early age and stuff like that. And they, they still want to go out and play with friends and stuff though too, you know? So yeah, I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, it's really going to be dependent on people's personalities um, mm -hmm. first and foremost, I, I think that it, it's definitely more complex than that, but I think first and foremost, it's going to tie into people's personalities, you know, and the people who are your typical introverts and stuff like we've had, you know, throughout history, I think are going to maybe be those types of people who are just on there and that's it. But at least now they're getting more social, more of a social aspect than yeah. they would have before just by staying at home and not being right. connected to anyone, you know? <clears throat> like, and I think you're going to have people who are, you know, more outgoing and stuff uh, like us where we need that physical interaction and mm -hmm. stuff where that's still going to keep occurring, you know? Yeah. And that even if we do get tied into more of that because, you know, work, work is now through Web3 or, right. or whatever it is, is that we're going to get to a point where it's like, okay, I've just spent eight hours online because I had to for work. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, and we're going to want to get Unplugged, up anyways and get go do other the things. Real world. Yeah. I mean, I find, yeah. I find already now as, as exciting and brand new as all this stuff is and exciting as it is to see not only the technological advancements, but really the, the opportunities or, or the implications on society by seeing how people are interacting in this space, you know, and, and we're, we're just looking obviously at a snapshot right now. We've got millions of people in this space as opposed to the billions, you know, nearly 8 right, billion I think actually. we've got in the world right now. So it's still a very, very small space. And even then there's going to be a lot of people who won't even have access to it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we still you do need a certain level of wealth to even get yeah, into this. Exactly. I mean, field. we still, we still don't have, we still have people who aren't even connected to web one yeah. yet, you know, so there's, that's a huge issue. And I think as we continue through those conversations need to be, need to keep being have, um, just as we have been in the last, uh, 10, 20 years, certainly where it's been, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there whose focus is on finding, um, finding those places that don't have internet access and bringing internet access through them, you know, whether they're a nonprofit or, or however, however they're doing it. There's a lot of organizations that have been doing stuff like that on a smaller scale. But and that I, also raises the question is like, do, does everyone in the world need internet access though? Do they need it? No, right. No, but I would, I would say that the internet is a huge tool that right. can benefit every single one of us, um, okay. given access. And so right. I think, I think that we don't necessarily need it. And at the end of the day, if you so choose to use it or not, that's a completely personal choice. I don't think, mm -hmm. I don't think it should be something that is, this is the only way you can operate. Right. Um, I mean, clearly not. Like, right. look, look at the Amish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like they're having happy lives. Right, exactly. And they're not going to, they're not going to change. And, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, I don't, I don't think everyone needs to have internet, but what I think everyone needs to have is the opportunity or, or the ability 
to get it should they right. should they want it should you know? they choose and is yeah, that more able, and more it will become a necessity I, I like yeah that 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 makes a lot more sense being able to choose to jump into that if they want to exactly but i think with these opportunities being given there does need to be some sort of surgeon general's warning <laughs> that's Certainly. like hey beware if you engage in these activities you you got to keep an eye on your mental health. You got to keep a keep an eye on your body image issues. I agree on on all these things, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna take up a lot of it, it could take up a lot of your time and uh, your connections and and stuff like that. There there should be some sort of before you log on like warning sign of right. like hey just so you know like it might not happen to you but it's very possible that yeah. you are going to be affected in these ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think you know I I had this idea. Gosh, you just, you just reminded me of it, but I had this idea probably more than a decade ago where I thought, you know, how, how cool would it be for people logging onto the internet, if, you know, the first time you get like a little, like a little, uh, uh, a demo, if you will, you know, kind of like a, we're going to show you how this works type mm. thing and then kind of give you some of the, some of the pitfalls that people can step into, you know, Whoa. scammers and stuff like that. And what if you just had a short little class for anyone who logs onto the internet first time? You know, first time internet user. Yeah, first time internet user. Boom, there you go. You've got this little class and stuff that you can take, and it's it sets you up. It prepares you for success on the web. And no, no matter if you're just on web one, web two, or web three, you know that's it's so important. It's so vital that we get out the resources to people to keep themselves safe. Yeah, and I think that's really kind of the main idea that's that's forming, I guess, behind the Annie Rug Social Club, and and other organizations that are kind of like that is that. At the end of the day, we don't want to be sitting on the background, you know, going, okay, we're going to try and police this stuff after it's already been stolen. No, I want to, I want to protect you first and foremost. I don't want anything you're stolen. And then all, we don't have to do anything on the back end because you're protected. <laughs> you just need to know about it and be willing to go through, uh, one, like having the experience of getting rugged and getting scammed right. and like... You know, all even these telephone scams that people are getting. Yeah. Hey, the IRS owes you this much. Go to a Home Depot and give us gift cards. <laughs> right, know? right. Like, I wouldn't realize that if like someone else hadn't told me, "Hey, I actually bought a gift card and sent it, and I didn't owe anything to the IRS." Da, da, da. But that is brilliant idea. I definitely think that is going to happen. Where there are like the kids once they reach the age of internet. Uh, whatever it is, you know, once they turn 13, able to have internet access right. or whenever parents deem it okay for their kids to jump into the right. internet world. Like, hey, I'll give you access to the internet. You need to go through this internet safety course. Yeah. Like a gun safety course. Before right. you before you can get a hunter's license, you need to go through a gun safety course. Right. A class full day long where you learn all the safety yep. and do's and don'ts of how to engage with this potentially dangerous activity right. where you have the uh the risk of you, you know getting killed online your identity yeah. stolen well, your bank accounts getting hacked into exactly. like people finding out where you live and things you own and like hacking right. into your camera right there's we're not going to be stop able to stop hackers from hacking into places we just need right. to know how to be safe exactly exactly you know you need to give them the least amount of chances possible right to hack into your stuff and the only way you can do that is if you know what the heck you're doing yeah you know and unfortunately there's i mean there's there's classes out there and stuff but you got to find them yourself yeah and that's kind of the that's kind of the trouble you know and mm -hmm. we need to we need to figure out you know and i don't know if it's through internet service providers or um through browsers themselves you know right. maybe like a google chrome each, each of those types of things firefox all those have their own little thing that you go through um it's a browser i don't know i don't know where 
where that needs to come from, I'm, I'm not sure on that part just yet. But I think I think it's so or it important. Could be something like like dare against drugs. Yeah, exactly. Or just have it be a birds bees, and the bees part of school. Com- you know, you, you go to junior high another class. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a class at school, man. Yeah. Where you go through like I took a I took a computer class learning to type and how yeah. to log online and how to do easy like small Photoshop things at, right. at school and. Add it, that in there. Yeah, add that in there to the public <laughs> curriculum. Exactly. No, for sure. And that's that's so important um, and it's so vital. First and foremost, uh, it's about, you know, keeping keeping yourself safe. And I think when you were talking about, you know, it's like you're talking about like online death, but unfortunately, the probability of real death through, you know, suicide occurring mm. goes way up too, yeah. you know? So not only is this dangerous for loss of money, but we should also be looking at this, you know, as a whole on, on humanity mm. of this actually contributing to suicide rates and stuff Which as well. it does. It totally does. Right. And so how do we prevent that? You know, at the end of the day, we don't want people killing themselves no. because someone stole their money, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we don't want people killing themselves, period, but like we want to, we want <laughs> right. to be able to, add another to, reason to, to stop it everywhere we can obviously so if this is yet another reason which obviously it is because we can see it just in in our regular lives now people get phones scammed people lose money on the stock market and et cetera et cetera and you see those things happen where it's like i've i've lost everything i've nothing Mm -hmm. to live for now and they take their lives that's just one it's not true but two i understand when you're in that position and feeling you know like you've got nothing like you've just literally had everything taken from you i understand that feeling of despair as well you know yeah and so i i don't think it's enough to just be like oh well you know don't be too upset we'll figure something out no because they're still feeling it so hard in that moment that you need to prevent it from ever happening to begin with yeah. you know and the only yeah. way we can do that is by each of us having some knowledge of how these systems work so that we can protect ourselves you know mm-hmm. and that especially in the web3 space right now that's so vitally important because there really aren't the types of, you know, checks and balances, if you will, or, or safety protocols in place to protect you in in ways that you, where you connect to something like you may have just given them all your data. Right. They may have everything about your account and they may be able to get in and steal because everything like, you have. Because someone's like, hey, I'll send you a free board ape. Exactly. Right. And so typically like that is, you know, it's just knowing that, hey, if someone's going to send you something free, all they need There's is this public there, address, you know, like don't give them all your information because they don't need that. And so if you're getting in this space brand new and you don't realize that, then you're going to give them more information because you're like, oh, cool. Like, this is such a huge thing. Like, FOMO, this is such a big dude. thing for me. Yeah, exactly. And so you're going to freak out and think you need to do it real quick and you're on time crunch, right? Because that guy yeah. said that you will uh, give it to you, but you only you can only do it in like 20 like, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, it's stuff like that. And it's the same types of scams that have been, you know, coming through the phone calls that mm. were door to door, you know, at one point that were, you know, all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you know, stake oil salesmen essentially out there just selling absolute garbage, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate it but i think some basic understanding of of the things that we're, we're using yeah. and the things that we're connecting to um will go a long way in keeping us all protected you know yeah no definitely and so i think that's really what needs to come down to is is a way to to kind of catch the people coming in yeah you know and right now the problem is, the is is that the information's everywhere yeah. and you've got to hunt it down and some of that information is bad so you got to you know check you have verifiable yeah, you gotta, sources you gotta do your own research exactly. and like sometimes your own research isn't good enough exactly yeah exactly you know and because you don't know all the ins and outs you know as right. as, as logical as i am and as as good with computers as i am like there's still so many parts of the coding and, and network side and stuff that that i you know knew nothing about or still still know yeah. next to nothing about that i'm i'm just 
just learning, you know what I mean? And then you start getting to programming and it's like, I've been out of programming and coding for so long that it's, you know, it might as well be a completely different languages right. now. They're using some of the same languages, but I don't remember them all that yeah. well. So it's, you know. So then with, with the, the idea of bringing web one to the world, giving, bringing the internet, bringing Wi-Fi to communities who don't have access to even power for five hours a day and convincing convincing them i i don't think it's about convincing them but at least like saying hey you have the opportunity to to engage with the rest of the world in this yeah. aspect of it. it it's about educating them about the risks and rewards right. about it providing yeah. security for it, and showing them what's possible and to create a more like like i i, I keep asking this this question of like what, like, what are we trying to do with it? Are we trying to create a more comfortable life for people? Are we trying to make things so we could like have rest and relaxation more often? Are we trying to create more uh, spaces for people to put in work to gain more wealth? Are we trying to bring health across 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 the world with all with all this through like right. just sharing knowledge and information? Right, and I think I think really in in many ways all of those things. Um, I think maybe on the individual or organizational level, depending on who's actually, you know, trying to bring these systems to these places that don't mm -hmm. already have them, um, that, that, that their goals might be leaning more one way or the other. Right. Um, I think for me personally, that my main thing is the education and the intelligence that, you know, web one brings and, and web one is still stuff like Google searches and, and all that stuff. You know, that's, that's a web one, um, web two, you start getting into social media where you're much more connected. Um, but if we're just talking about web one and stuff, I think, I think my focus really there to getting those, those out to, to people who don't have them and giving them again, the opportunity to use them, whether they want to or not is up to them. Right. Um, but giving them the opportunity, giving them the ability to access it should they want to, um, is all about learning and intelligence for me. I mm. think that there's so much information and while there's terrible information out there, I think that if you are spending enough time to know what you're looking for, you know, like this is the answer I want, then you can put that in in a way that's going to give you what you're looking for, right? And right. It's going right. to give you those answers. I, I can't discount, you know, how much I've learned um, from having access to the internet growing up. I mean, I mean, God, like it, a thousand years ago, you know, they, they would have called people like us wise men or something, you know, <laughs> yeah, we would have been looking at us as absolute insanely intelligent people. Insane hours just pressing random pages. Exactly. Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. About. Like, oh, there's a word in there. I don't know. I've never heard that word. Let's let's go down the rabbit hole and click Dude, into that and see what that is. So you know? deep. And like, we've done that like almost in our entire lives because yeah. we've had access to it. Right. You know, and that's brought us so far, you know, and to discount that and be like, oh, well, it's just because of who I am or just because of my education or just, you know, like. It's not. It's first of all, it's so complex. You know, yeah. it's so many things. It's yeah. all of our experiences. Right. It's all of our education. It's everything that goes into that. And this is one vital resource. You know, it's like if you don't have a library, you never have books in your city, you know, and then I bring in some books and yeah. teach you to read. All of yeah. a sudden, your brain is just going to expand like yeah. crazy because there's so much more information out there. It's you know? going to think in a different way. Right. And, now, and now we're going to tie you to a place where almost all the information is available out there. Mm -hmm. You just have to search it, you know, and yeah. find it. Yeah. Then you're that, that's going to help people grow exponentially. You know, as 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 um, the human race. I mean, you know, in in whole, each generation will be better off because of that. Yeah. You know, and that yeah, there are certainly pitfalls that we fall into. You know, we get erroneous information and all sorts of other stuff. But I think as things continue and as we learn better and as there's you know some, kind, of, some, kind of some of these uh, training or or uh, safety things that you have to go through first and foremost before you even, even log on and go through it I think uh, I think those things are so important 
in setting people right on that, you know, and in places where we've got um, access to changing the education system and really having some good classes mm-hmm. like we do here in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, I think that maybe we should start adding logic classes in, in you know, our K through 12 grades rather than just in college. Yeah. You dude. know, that teaching more logic and logical fallacies and teaching people how Kids to tell. Kids are smart, dude. Exactly, they are. are. so You know, smart. and I think, I think, and we've we've seen that we've been able to give them more and more stuff because each generation, you know, my kids, uh, my, my oldest kid is in junior high and he's already in like algebra two or something like that. Yeah. And I think I was in pre-algebra in junior yeah. high, you know, and like I did, I did really good in math. I got, you know, up into, mm-hmm. into physics and, and. But um, already the next generation calculus is and stuff, farther but like, ahead Exactly, like at were. that time, exactly. Exactly. He's so much farther ahead. So by the time, you know, he gets to where I am now, yeah. I'm sure he's going to know so much more stuff that I have no idea about yeah, just because of where he started, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we're learning that more and more that, that they can actually take quite a bit and learn it, but you have to make it fun. Yeah. You know, fun. you have to give them a reason Engaging. to learn it. Like it's not, right. that, it's not that kids are dumb or they don't want to learn mm-hmm. or all this stuff. It's that it's not fun for them. Yeah. You know, and, if you're just sitting there learning droning. different ways and it's kind of yeah. like what we were talking about earlier. Like what's the reason why behind doing these things? Exactly. Yeah. And if you can't give me an answer, I'm not going to be interested. In yeah. It. <laughs> it's seriously like, when am I going to learn, uh, use geometry in anything? Right. I mean, we saw in Spider-Man that Peter Parker used geometry to defeat Dr. Strange. Right. Like, yeah. Hello. It might be good to use geometry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is that there is uses for all this stuff. And I think, I think sometimes what can be upsetting, or at least what was upsetting for me in a handful of occasions was that I had teachers who didn't know what it would be used for, even though they were teaching it. Yeah. And that frustrates me because it's like, if you're teaching this and you don't know what it can be used for, then why are you even teaching it? Right. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, that's so good. So good. Well, we're out of time actually, so I got to wrap it up. You know, thanks Frank for being, being on the show today, teaching us about NFTs and yeah, just man. thinking through the possible outcomes of where the internet and yeah. where technology is going to be in in the coming generations i mean we, we don't know exactly it's going to go this way nope. but i mean it's some things to be aware of it's some right. things to think about and it's, it's just fun learning about different corners and different pockets of the internet and or, or just life in general of right. things that think people in society are doing and focused on like why is there a million people interested in NFTs right now? Right. Like something's going on there. What's it related to? And it's definitely opening up so many doors and possibilities right. for more than just investment. Yeah, absolutely. More than and just I th- art and I think that's artists. the biggest um, draw probably right now is the investment, you know, as people seeing right. crypto people want to get going games. for millions of dollars and stuff. Um, so I think that's what the initial draw is for most people, I would say. Right. Um, but then after that, I think it branches off. You know, I was doing the same thing. I was like, oh, wow, these things are massive. These things are selling for so much. Like, I've got to research this and figure yeah. out what the, what's up with this. And then as I did my research, it just became so interesting that I fell in the hole, you know, mm-hmm. and, and now mm-hmm. I'm just learning all sorts of stuff about Web3 that Your I never, never going thought I'd be looking into, but here I am. Um, I love so, it. yeah, I, I love think, it. I think, yeah, it's just a lot of that excitement and stuff is, it comes from, from the money, but, but I, I'm hoping it branches out into a lot more stuff. And I've, I've, we've it already kind of seen that. So, yeah, we'll uh, see the space take I love off. You, bro. Sure. I love thanks, you too, man. Thanks for hanging today. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Luke Has a Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Frank. Why do I keep saying our? It's me. It's mine. It's just me doing this. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Frank about the future of NFTs, the future of the internet, Web3. If you would like more information about anything like that, 
You can reach out to us on social media at Luke Has Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow there. I'm mainly sharing new music I'm listening to, wrestling videos, and wrestling news, as well as updates about the podcast. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, ideas, you can email me at lukehasapodcast at gmail.com. And as always, the theme music was provided by Ed Russick. Additional music from Johnny Brown. And a big special thanks and shout out to my new friend, Joe Bird, who I met at the Bluff Park. You can find him online at Joe Bird Music. That's Bird with a Y. He's got a handful of songs online from all different genres of finger picking to gospel to rock to kind of funky soul if you like what you heard give him a follow he said that he is currently working on some new tunes so stay tuned for that recently i went to south by southwest well i was in austin for a friend's wedding but south by was also happening and i got to see my favorite guitarist emily wolf oh my gosh It was great and killer. I'll have to tell you more about it later because this episode has already been too long. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Have a good evening, good afternoon, or good morning wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to Luke Has a Podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.